and welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is another of our bonus interview episodes, mostly because I am away on holiday and I won't be back for a few weeks. So we are going to jump back to 2010, where Matt chatted to uh, the uh, great British actor um, Craig Fairbrass, who uh, was starring in a UK vampire horror movie called Dead Cert. So for those of you that don't know, um, a gang of tough London gangsters get more than they bargain for when a group of businessmen make an offer for their club, The Inferno. They turn out to be nothing less than vampires wanting their land back and turn viciously on the gangsters with their when their demands are not met. Think a British version of From Dust Till Dawn. Anyway, Matt recorded this interview back in the film exploitation days. Uh, and we went through the vaults. We found it. We thought it could be a good one for you to listen to again, especially considering in a few weeks' time, uh, Fairbrass's next movie, uh, the next film in the uh, the long franchise that is now Rise of the Foot Soldier, um, Rise of the Foot Soldier Vengeance, will be out in UK cinemas. So enjoy Matt's interview with Craig Fairbrass. Well, your latest film, Dead Cert, where you play a gangster fending off a horde of vampires, yeah. has been described by some as Lockstock meets from dusk till dawn. So, <laughs> what can you tell me about the film? Um, Lockstock meets from dusk till dawn. Uh, well, to be honest with you, it is a, it's like a modern contemporary London thriller um, with, with, with vampires, to be honest yeah. with you, as, as you know. Um Shot it in East London. Yep. Um, got an amazing cast. Indeed. Uh, a real amazing cast. Pleasure and a privilege to work with most of the actors on, who I'm a genuine fan of. Yeah. Um, but um, what can I say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's um, very very ambitious piece that we uh, we try to do for the money. Yeah. Put it that way. Indeed. Um, what about the comparisons with From Dusk Till Dawn? What do you think of that? Uh, well, I'm a fan of the film, and I'm not. I mean, I mean, I, I, it's very hard because you put me on the spot. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's very hard to emulate a film as successful and as well made as From Dust Till Dawn, yeah. um, purely on the on the on the budget levels and the you know um, the whole. Uh, what can I say? Um, let me just turn this fucking phone off. It's going off in the background. Uh, that's better. Yeah, I, I just, I just think them comparisons uh, uh, may, may be a bit, a bit more lock stocky, but it, it's, uh, it's so hard to. I just think it's in a little, a little bubble all of its own. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, okay. um, I don't think it's like anything like that. Um, I mean, personally, I would love to have seen it a lot darker. Yeah. Um, because I'm a mega horror fan. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's a very entertaining, you know, take on, on, you know, vampires and gangsters. I think it's refreshing, it's different. Um, you know, you can always do it with a lot, 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 lot more money. But um, as I said, it was an ambitious piece and we managed to do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's some great performances in there and some, some really, you know, some good set pieces. I think, you know, the latter half of the film is a lot better than the beginning. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, personally, I think um, if on a restricted budget, 
I thought the production quality was absolutely superb, and it looked. Oh, you've seen the film, have you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I got, I got sent a, uh, a right. screener um, last week, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, yes, uh, dependent on how much money, it certainly looked the business anyway. Oh, it's lo lovely of you to say that, and if that's genuine, then uh, thanks very much because of your. I mean, there's not many people have seen it, but when I went to the, I mean, I won't kid to you and lie to you, you know, when you're making um, films at that budget level, it is an impossible task, yeah. you know, it really, really is, it's stressful all around for actors, cast, crew, everybody, you know, logistically, it's a nightmare, yeah. um, but putting all that aside, I really do believe that, you know, we made the best film we, we could possibly make, um, and it has got great production values. Yeah. Um, and I was quite impressed myself when I, when I watched it. So let, let's hopefully, you know, it does what it says on the tin, put it that way. I think the the younger audience uh, will definitely go for it because it is, it's a very, very commercial, action-y horror film. Yeah, indeed. No, I completely agree with you there. Um, what attracted you to um, making Dead Cert then, Craig? Um, the whole premise, the whole, you know, Loving horror films, loving action films, um, you know, one man against the world type of stuff, you know, um, you know a bloke who gets pushed and then he has to do what he does best. I, I just love them scenarios, you know, and uh, the the actual, you know, concept of the film when we when we were discussing it and what we was going to do it, it was was really really exciting. It got better and better and better, and it actually came around pretty quick. I think you know from. Um, um, you know, from an idea until to actually filming was about 12 weeks, I think, yeah. or maybe shorter. So it was, uh, let's go, make this film tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Well, um, I heard about it quite some time ago. Um, I got sent a link to the site on Facebook and uh, was uh, making sure that I was uh, following what was going on. And uh, it does seem like a very quick turnaround, actually. Yeah. It does, and you know, sometimes I think, you know, as I said to you before, in this, in, in this new resurgence of British films and, uh, you know, this, that, that the huge DVD market there is now, yeah. and the, the hordes of horror fans, you know, sometimes you just got to dig deep, get in there and, and, and shoot, and, and that's what we did. And along the way, we got an amazing cast and great locations and uh, turned out a very entertaining um, film. With the cast of actors that you've worked with many times before, Dead Cert seemed like it was a really fun, enjoyable production. Um, do you find it easier to work with your friends on films? Definitely, 100%, because, uh, yeah, it's nice. I mean, you know the guys that you click with, you know the guys you're looking forward to doing scenes with, and there's, you know, there's also actors that have, you know, when you think about the Burkhoffs and the Fletchers and the Flemings yeah. and, the, you know, the classier um you know, perceived to be in the business as actors, you know, it's nice to be on screen with them, share scenes, and uh, dream come true for me, you know, being opposite Burkhoff. Yeah. Um, really was. Excellent. Um, there's a cameo from Danny Dyer in the film, which has, for me, has been spoiled by his inclusion on the DVD artwork. What are your thoughts on this? Um, well, you know what, there's two schools, schools of thought on this. Um, you know, I'm a... I'm a I love Danny. I'm a yeah. big fan, and I love working with him. But uh, you know, there, there is a, a huge uh, amount of product out there yeah. at the moment. 
Um, and I think, you know, distribution companies or sales companies, they have their own way of marketing thing, things. Yeah. And, you know, they're looking at back, they look at everything, you know, um, your last three films, the last film you've done, or where you are at the moment at the market. I mean, it's constructively, at the end of the day, it is a business. Yeah. Um, and you have to respect that, you know. But, um, listen, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he's, he's bulletproof, Dyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, know? Indeed, no matter how much the press want to say yeah. him. Yeah, and he's also... I just did another film with him where we really, really got to grips with each other yeah. and uh, had a lot of screen time. And I really made me realise just, you know, how much of a professional and how much of a seasoned actor he is. Yeah. Because regardless of what people say in the press or your opinion of him, you know, this guy's done a lot of films, a lot of work, and he is a real, proper, bona fide actor. Yeah. Um, and to see him come prepared and to, you know, I know he's got a little bit of a wild man image, but underneath all that is a very sensitive, lovely, switched on, you know, actor who, who loves his craft. Uh, it was refreshing to see that, I've got to be honest with you. And that was on Devil's Playground. Which is going to be very, 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 very good. It's my favourite out of the lot. But, um, uh, but no, yeah, go on, sorry. And when's Devil's Playground uh, slated for release then? Uh, October. Is that um, straight to DVD as well? It, it's, at the moment, it's, it's the, the, the butt of discussions. I mean, it, there's panels sitting down because I think... You know, I really, really, really do believe, and anyone who's seen it, it is a theatrical film. Um, you know, Mark McQueen, who directed it, is uh, very, very film literate. Yeah. Um, Ex-editor, who's so far ahead of the game, it's frightening. And uh, has made a really, really classy piece of horror cinema. You know, again, for the money. Yeah. Um, and a great role for me, a very sort of leading man very still but action orientated but with a few little chinks in his armour a real Achilles yeah. heel you know which makes them interesting them characters yeah um, just looking at it on IMDb I see that you've got Colin Salmon and Sean Pertwee and Jamie Murray in it yeah Craig so. Conway Myanna Burring um, real 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 I can't stress it enough I mean it, just a beautiful beautiful ensemble cast of actors who are so on top of their game yeah. um, and in the within the parameters that we was filming and the and the just the the just the, that was a logistical nightmare again with the weather it was snowing it was cold we had no time and you know if you're not on top of your game with certain scenes on location then you're you've had it yeah um, but it's turned out a cracking film lovely oh well I look forward to seeing that when it uh comes out be it cinema or on dvd yeah um going back to dead sir um without giving too much away um the film's kept fairly open at the end is there a possibility of a sequel in the works well you know what we did it for that specific reason and i would love to do a sequel and i would let you know i'd love to have a lot more input on it and i know jonathan um would love a lot more input on it and maybe take it in a different you know um a lot more visceral a lot more violent a lot more darker a lot more grittier yeah. um um as much as i love the film and that and that lovely look um it, it would be nice to put a different spin on it on the sequel you know yeah. um but no there's definitely i think um a chance of a sequel there yeah? oh, excellent okay um 
You've got your own uh, production company, Point Blank Films, and uh, you've been working with Jonathan Socop's Black and Blue Films yeah. on your last couple of features. So what can you tell me about some of the films that you've got in the pipeline? Well, I've got another action-y type film coming out called Freight, um, right. where I play like an ex-mercenary who's, um, you know... Uh, it's very sort of um, a lot more gritty, a lot more violent. It's about Eastern European gangsters who come here in muscling on the sex scene. Right. Um, so that's out in October as well with Icon, yeah. um, which is another good shop window for me. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan, to be honest with you, has, has, has recognised something in me. He's a very, very, very bright, talented individual yeah. who I think has got an amazing future. And um, he sort of rescued me at my lowest ebb. Um, and has recognised that there's a chance to build a small brand here in a certain type of film. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're under no illusions. We're just trying to build it slowly and carefully. Um, and, you know, we are, we're, we're succeeding slowly but surely. We've got another film that I wrote, which is um, just, a, just an amazing, amazing response to in London. I mean, we've actually had a distribution war on it. Everybody wanted it. Um, it's a film that I wrote. It's a gangster, really, really hard-hitting, violent gangster thriller set in London and in uh, Marbella in Spain. Right. Um, a cross between Heat, Sexy Beast and Point Blank, if you're familiar with them three films. I am indeed. Um, it kind of leads me nicely onto my next question. Because um, I've put down that you've also written, produced and starred in Gunned Down. Um, Not yet. I mean, we're we're, we're in pre-production yeah, now. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, what can you tell me about your transition from actor to writer and producer? Well, I tell you what it was. Is after Rise of the Foot Soldier, um, one of the guys at the company said to me, "You know what? You've got a real. I think you know you came out the film really well. Yeah. Um, you have a real chance of, you know, establishing yourself and getting a career in this in this in, in genre films." But, you know, one of the major um, problems we have is, is just lack of quality product. Yeah. Um, and it just made me think. And a couple of things I've been involved in where I'd like to have had more of an input and I couldn't and I just had to swallow and walk away. And then I just thought to myself one day, you know, I'm at an age now where maybe some of the stuff that I've got up my sleeve I may be able to put forward and, you know, gun down um, was that project. And it just... I just didn't realise that the, the response and reaction that I would get in London. Um, I did a huge rewrite on it in Los Angeles when I was living out there. Came back and really, really gave it a push. And um, and it's just, now I'm really, really excited. I mean, you know, still a lot to learn. And Jonathan's, you know, I'm, on, I'm under his wing. Yeah. Um, he's leading the way on gun down because, you know, he's, he's very experienced and he knows what he's doing. Um, but I'm learning and together we're going to produce this. Um, and then we have another slate of three more films. Yeah. Um, Lionsgate are on board with um, Gun Down, which is great stuff. great stuff for us. I mean, it's a real, real notch up, um, which is which, which is absolutely fantastic. So once we get that done, and then we're going to move on to the rest. But I'm really excited about. I mean, listen, I'm I'm a writer, but I can only write about what I know. Yeah. Um, whether I go on to do other stuff, I don't know. But. Um, it's difficult, but with Gun Down, it is, it, it's just a, I don't know, a landscape that I'm familiar with, so, um, and my family, so I could really sort of, you know, build on experience and um, um, and just people I knew and, and from that world. 
Uh, it seems that you're enjoying a huge rise in popularity at the moment as you've been working on around 10 films recently. What do you think your secret is? I don't know. You know, I had a rough time in the uh, the early 2000s and I had to literally, you know, when I came out of the EastEnders, yeah. um, I was offered everything, every every reality show and everything there is that you can do that you see but I made a decision a conscious decision not to do any Um, and it was tough I mean I did a couple of things um, but then I just thought you know what I've got to reinvent myself and I went back to the States ended up doing White Noise 2 uh, Far Cry The Long Weekend three films and then three big guest star roles on The Unit Stargate Sarah Connor Chronicles and it gave me a little bit more confidence again Um, and made me realise that I could walk into a room and nick a job. Um, and then Julian Gilby saw me. Yeah. Um, it, it seen that I'd gone out there, and I, I just think the whole fact that I didn't sit on my ass waiting and you know staring at the floor like a lot yeah. of people do, because you know ninety percent of actors come out of soaps and you never see them again. Yeah. Um, so I completely reinvented myself, and then he was kind enough to offer me the role of Pat Tate in Rise of the Foot Soldier. Yeah which was a huge chance for me just to show a bit of menace, a little bit of ferocity and a little bit of real sort of, just try to make it real and aggressive as I possibly could. And overnight, that film rescued my career. And then purely by coincidence, I bumped into Jonathan. There were some other things floating around and then um, just things went for, from just got better and better, which was lovely. And I am, I'm on a, I'm on a resurgence and, um, you know, pray every day that it carries on, and I just keep working hard to just to keep on working as an actor because I, lo- I just love the business. Okay. Um, another person seeing their career return to form is Sylvester Stallone, who you worked with on Cliffhanger. What can you tell me about your experience on that? Um, one of the greatest experiences of my life. But as I said to someone the other day, if I won the lottery, I think I'd go back and reshoot it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not for anything that Stallone did or the film, just for me. <laughs> <laughs> There's one bit that sticks out in my mind um, is when you're giving him a bit of a beating and you're talking about soccer and that yeah. that sort of really was one of the one things that really irked me. It's sort of, ah, oh, it's an English person calling it soccer. Well, you know the funny thing was, no one really knows this, but that scene was completely rewritten on the morning of the shoot. Right. And Stallone, being the the enigmatic character he is, and a man with clout and power, when he says jump and dance, everybody jumps and dances. Um, And we just had to go with a flow. Um, And, you know, he explained to me, he said that, you know, if you say football, because I wanted to say, you know, I wanted to put into my vernacular, but he was, he said, Craig, you've got to remember something, we're not making a film for London, we're making a film for the world. Yeah. And if you say football, they're going to think it's American football. And, you know, all these points are valid because he's yeah. a very bright, astute man. Um, but I was young uh, when I was doing that film, and I was just too, just I was just only too pleased to be there. Yeah. Um, but every time I watch it, I run when I hear the music because it's on every fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think there could be a role for you in Stallone's next film? Maybe The Expendables 2, perhaps? Well, funny, one of the critics just, said about me being action star material yeah. um, and you know why am I not in the lineup of all these guys but uh, who knows do you know what I mean yeah. I'm, ju- I'm really really happy doing what I'm doing at the moment we're, as I said we're just trying to build 
build slowly and surely with product, keep the fans happy, treat them with respect, and um, try and make films that, that they will buy, do you know what I mean, yeah. and watch. Okay, well, just going back to what you said, um, with the lack of British action films and people like Jason Statham working over in the States, would you agree that you're the only credible action star working in Britain today? Would I agree? Why, are you saying that or am I saying that? <laughs> <laughs> well, a bit of both, really. Um, I think that you've got the shoulders to actually uh, take on that mantle. Um, you've definitely got the presence. You've been in uh, many action roles before, so how about it? Well, listen, it's very, very kind of you to say that, and I hope that you put that in your piece, because, <laughs> you know, my relationship with you, if, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen, we'll build and build and build, and yeah. we'll do more and more stuff together as we go down the road. Um, but no, I'd love I'd love to do that, and that is my, that, of course, it's my dream, yeah. you know, and that, that's what I want to do. You know, I'm looking at the Liam Neesons and the, the guys who are doing it, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, that there is... There is a market for me. There's an angle for me. I am quite unique in my size, build, look, ability. And I think I'm a pretty good actor in them roles. I'm not just a, I'm not just a, a fellow who, who, who can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when you see Devil's Playground, you'll understand what I mean. You know, I do take the role seriously. And if we can find the right project where there is a lot of, I don't know, you know... I'm always trying to find these roles where the guy is a tough fella, but he's got these weaknesses. He's got yeah. some type of Achilles heel, you know, where he's doing what he's doing for a reason. As long as you've got empathy, then you can do anything in a film because the audience is behind you. But I just don't want to do chop suey, you know what I mean? Just yeah. standing around, jumping and kicking. Um, mind you, that's not my style. I'm more of a left hook. <laughs> <laughs> and a head and a nut. <laughs> nice. Um, what actors would you cite as your action influences? I can't not say it. I mean, Stallone I love. Yeah. Um, you know, I really, really do. Out of all of them, he was always the guy I looked at. You know, I watched the Odd Seagull film. Um, I like Statham. I think he's great. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm leaning more... I mean, when I watch Taken, that's the type of action roles I'd like Super to do. Film. Yeah, you know, something with a little bit more gravitas to it than yeah. just... Uh, you know, as long as he's got a good story, because I don't think I've met anybody that has not seen Taken and not gone, what a great film. Yeah. As well as the action, but what a great film. And I think, you know, um, that's what it's all about. Yeah. At the moment, as I said, we're making them on lower budgets, and please God, the budgets get a little bit bigger, and yeah. the quality gets a little bit better. But I think at the moment, for what we're doing it on, I mean, you're looking at these films, they look a lot more money than what we're making them on, yeah. because we've got great talent wrapped around us you know James Friend young DOP one of the most successful nicest guys coming through there is you know yeah. who's got a real huge future um, and all the crews that we're using all the people we're using on, on the, these films we're looking after and we want to look after them you know and Jonathan he goes out of his way to, to, to keep using the same people treat them as best they can and um you know, you, at the end of the day, you're trying to build a team that you can move forward with and call on to, to keep making films. Yeah, okay, great stuff. Uh, most people know you from your role in EastEnders as Dan Sullivan and then playing Pat Tate in Rise of the Foot Soldier. Mm. So which of your previous roles would you like to be remembered for? Pat Tate, any day. Yeah. All day long. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'd never knock EastEnders, it saved my life. Yeah. Um, but... You know, it is a poison chalice, and, yeah. uh, you know, you've really got to, I think, anybody who comes out of it really has to sit down and 
really, really think about what you're going to do. Because one wrong move, and uh, especially on the reality front, but then again, you know, people have got to pay bills, they've got to feed kids, so, yeah. you know, it's, I think it's an individual choice. Okay, great stuff. There was talk quite a few years ago um, about Lenny McLean wanting you to play him in a film of his life. Do you think this will ever see the light of day? Well, funny enough, I actually left EastEnders the first time to make that film. Yeah. Um, did the training for about eight weeks. Um, we were two weeks away from filming. Funny enough, it was Lionsgate were on board at that when they were just starting. But you know what? Looking back, it was a blessing in disguise because the script wasn't very good. It needed a lot of work. Yeah. It was a little bit of a rush project, um, which you can have a habit of tripping over yourself. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I was right for the role then. I think I was too young, too soft-looking, and just too not right. Yeah. Um, and it just had a little bit of a smell of, of iffiness about it. Um, but a great story. I love Lenny. He was an amazing character, yeah. and uh, I spent a lot of time with him. And I'm pleased God the film will get made one day, purely for his family. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, how do you feel about being typecast as a hard man, hard man gangster in films? And given the opportunity, what other roles would you consider playing? Love being typecast. I fought all my life to be typecast. Lovely. Because there's one, <laughs> one fucking word worse than typecast. And that's not cast. Yeah, true. <laughs> You've got a very valid point there. <laughs> so I'd rather be working in my little niche than sitting indoors watching Richard and Judy. Yeah. Or Jeremy Cole. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what would you say are your top five action films then, Craig? My top five action films? Yeah. Well, you're gonna, you may not agree, but um, you know everybody's got their own individual choice. I'm a little bit of a lover. I do love action movies with snow in. Right. So at number one, it's got to be Die Hard 2 for me. Yeah. Um, Cliffhanger is definitely in there. Yeah. Can't not say that. No, not at all. Um, let me think. Uh, I could you put me on a spot now. Um, on a Majesty Secret Service. Yeah. Um, I'm always watching them. Um, oh, God, I've just watched something that was taken. Yeah. Um, oh, God, it was something I watched uh, recently. I can't think for the life of me. Run a few action films past me. Well, most people tend to say things like... Uh Predator. Oh, you just that, that was it. Predator. Yeah. Yeah. You, I knew it was there. I was like, yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for your time today, Craig. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And um, you, Matt. And remember something. You know, well, please God, we go on and do more of these. Oh yeah, definitely. And I look forward to uh, speaking with you again when I get uh, copies of uh, all of your latest work. <laughs>